Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers, plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses. And that is where I realized this is where the public gets got. My head's on the verge of exploding, first of all. It takes nothing to join the crowd. It takes everything to stand alone. Speak to your ideal client, not to other realtors. That will get you more business than any number of mailers or calls. Mm -hmm. I think you chose frumpy. Yeah, that's how I feel when I'm in my when I'm in my hole. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. Welcome. How are you? Good. Great. Are you excited about today? So excited. So excited. This is episode 225, Mm -hmm. um, and it is the week after Thanksgiving now. Yes. How was your birthday? So great. (laughs) I just love that for you. (laughs) I love that for you. Um, We also talked a lot about family photos. I hope you had a positive experience with yours. (laughs) We won't get into it now, but... Uh, we'll wait to see the photo. You had, to, you had to listen to last week to know what we're talking about. <laughs> For real. Um, okay, so today you're going to share with us a story. We're going to stand out to succeed today. What's interesting is I was going to share this story, and I'm still going to share it. But since then, I have seen several other people asking the same question that prompted this story. In where? In, like in community? No way. In other realtor Facebook groups? So this is like a common Put it this way. I forget that not everybody listens to Hustle Humbly. <laughs> I love that problem that for you. And people still struggle with what's cheesy or not cheesy. Or just or mindset issues in general, so right? So many mindset issues with what we should be doing. There's so much pressure out there, especially as the market has tightened up. Um, back yeah. it up. Back it up. Okay. Okay. Tell us the story of how we got to this. One of my dear friends, dear friends, lives in a neighborhood of realtors. <laughs> At her words. What's even funnier is that I had lunch with her, mm-hmm. but the week before I had lunch with her, my clients who I sold a house to in this neighborhood mm-hmm. like five years ago. One of them became a realtor? No, they called me. <laughs> Out of the blue. Right. And said, hey, something weird happened today, and I thought we just needed to call you. What was it? So I said, okay. So they called me, and they said, today, within a matter of like three hours, we got two phone calls from two different realtors. Oh, gosh. Were they in the same training? I don't know. No, they were with different companies. I did all my research. Wait, what? Yeah. Here's what happened. A house in this neighborhood was flipped. Okay. Very well. Great. By a realtor that we know. She did a great job on the flip. Okay. Okay. She listed it. It sold in one day for more than what they were asking. 
Great. Recently. Recently. Even in this market. Even in this market. Oh, great. The realtors who are targeting that neighborhood are using that sale, even though they were not involved in the sale. As a way to reach as out. As a way to reach out. Smart. Okay. These great. Are great. Okay. Yeah. They're, they are not only sending mailers to the neighborhood saying, hey, this house in your neighborhood. They're calling on the phone. They're calling on the phone. What did they say on the phone? That they have a waiting list for the neighborhood. Now, that's where I think things get shady. Because, like, there are some other homes on the market in that neighborhood. Yeah, so what kind of waiting list you're on? Yeah, not exactly. Just sell those. Right. If your buyers are so anxious. They have a waiting list for the neighborhood. So there was two different approaches. One just called with that spiel. This is happening in your neighborhood. Have you thought about selling? Do you need to sell in the near future? Should I add you on my radar to check in with you? Like, how does your time frame look for staying in your home? Second realtor called and said they actually had a buyer for my clients that she didn't say for my client's home. For the neighborhood? She Yes. She said, I have a cash buyer that has to be in this neighborhood. And can we come see the house? <laughs> the and house that's, that's not listed. The house that's not listed, nor show ready or anything. This second call is what prompted them to call me. They were like, do why, we, yeah, why do we, we, what do we do? Like, we actually are going to move at some point in the next 18 months. Okay. But they're like, but if do this I do it person today? is like going to make us a lot of money, maybe. And that is where I realized this is where the public gets got. Yeah. Okay? They're feeling like maybe we do need to move because there's a cash buyer that would maybe pay a lot of money for my house. Well, so I said, okay. calm down. Calm down. I, right. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> Go on. Keep. What else did you tell them? You don't I have said, to sell your. You never you, have you to sell your. Don't house. have to do anything Even when you don't listed. want to do. You don't have to show it. If you want to show it, show it. If not, don't. Okay. I said, let me call this agent. Did you know the agent? I had recently done a transaction with her. Great. Okay. So I called and was like, "Hey, my client said that they just got a phone call that you have a buyer." She's like, yeah, yeah. Um, she couldn't remember because she called so many houses. She called the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. And here's where I, as a realtor, was like, maybe she had a buyer. Maybe she didn't. You don't. She didn't tell you? She said, well, how big is their house? She just. I said, well, their house is one of the bigger ones in there. And it has a pool. Oh, okay. So it would probably be above my client's price point. Okay. I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, do you have a client? What is their price point? What is their price point? You know? Well, she was really hoping to get in one of the smaller homes. So I think that this house is not going to meet her needs. Okay. But she didn't ask any of those questions on the phone to my client. Right. Like how big is your house? Never asked. No, just like, when can we see it? When can we see it? Whereas if you really had a buyer, you'd say, hey, I know this call may be random. I have a buyer that only wants to be in your neighborhood. Just lost out on a Just on a lost deal. out on a deal. She, she's looking for something around 2,500 square feet. How big is your house? Um, okay, well, thank you for your time. That one actually won't work for her. But hey, if you ever do need anything... I'm going to just send you my contact information. And I think that would be perfectly acceptable. Sure. 
That's not what happened. That's not what happened. I, okay. <laughs> my head's on the verge of exploding, first of all. And my friend, who I had lunch with, lives in this neighborhood. And don't forget that. This okay, is just so, what happened. So, okay, right. Now, she, does she get the phone calls? She gets the mailers. Okay. So she's like, I know, because I asked, I'm like, how do we, how does she even know all the realtors are in her neighborhood? And mm-hmm. she's like, she's getting all the mailers. I would and like to. people yeah. are actually knocking, door, door knocking, knocking in this why? neighborhood. Okay, I know what neighborhood this is. I have no understanding of why this among all the neighborhoods is getting like the heart full court press. I think that it's because of the location. Okay. You know, right there. It's in the city you want to be in. Okay. But it's on the edge. Okay. So you get the best of both worlds. Easy access to the interstate. Trees in the neighborhood. Sidewalks. The houses need some updating. I was going to say, the houses aren't that great. They're, they're, they need some updating. They're okay. But I think that people are starting to invest in them. Maybe they're more affordable. They're more affordable. They're more affordable for how much house you get. And I am seeing that if you do buy one and like and and renovate it, 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 you get the return. You get a lot of money. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's really not what this episode is about. However, yeah. It's not, surely it's not the only neighborhood this is happening in. Right. But (laughs) you had the agent say, my neighborhood is filled with realtors. Then you had a client, well, call and say, the realtors are reaching out to me. Yes. And we know that everyone's sending the mailers because the agent's getting the mailers. Yes. Right? What was your realtor friend's reaction? How did the rest of this go? So realtor friend that lives in the neighborhood was like, I just feel like I'm failing. Like, I'm not reaching my neighborhood. I'm trying my hardest. And, you know, maybe, you know, I I got this one letter and it sounded good. Like, maybe I should do the same thing. Right? She's like, I'm just going to, she said, I'm going to take all of these and I'm going to just, just do just I'm going to do this. And that's where we need to hear like the record stop. Like, no, 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 you don't. You can't, first of all, my number one thing would be that neighborhood is already over-targeted. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Unless you're going to stand out really above and beyond in some way, pick a different neighborhood. Even if it's where you live? Even if it's where you live. Why don't you pick one of those orphan neighborhoods? You know, the new construction neighborhood that once the sales office left and put most of those people in place, they don't even have really realtor affiliations. Yeah. But that's besides the point. You could still, she could still target her neighborhood, right? Here's what I told what her. What did you tell her to do? I said, I also get tons of mail f- from realtors and investors and like we buy homes people. An investor sent me a handwritten note last week to buy my house. Wow. Yeah. But they don't seem to want any of the houses that are actually for sale, for sale. on the market. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. So I told her, I said, I try to, in these situations, get out of my realtor brain and yeah. think of it as I am a consumer. consumer. I'm okay. a consumer. Okay. When I am looking for something, I don't tend to go to the mailbox no. for advice. Mm-mm. I go to friends, family moms, groups that might have experience in that particular, whatever it is I'm looking for, I try to find someone I trust, someone I know. Mm -hmm. So I told her, these people that are doing all these things, they don't even live in the neighborhood. Right. Some of them do, 
But the ones that are making the phone calls, because I verified, they don't even live in the neighborhood. Right. So how do we get people in the neighborhood to know you? Right. It's not going to happen through a mass communication mail out, right? Also, it's not going to happen by you putting, this is the latest thing I saw this year, a sign in your yard that says your neighborhood realtor. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's not going to make the people walking their dogs say, got to work with you. No. There's a sign here that says your neighborhood realtor. No. How are you, how does that provide value? I think, yes. Let's back it all the way up and be like, always put on your goggles that say, how am I providing value to the people who I'm asking to work with me? Mm -hmm. Putting a sign in my front yard does not give anyone any value. Now, these mailers included Mm -hmm. free CMAs. Okay. Okay. A value. A little snapshot of how the subdivision is doing. Great. Valuable. Some information. Okay. Which, of course, only made her feel even more less than. Okay. So what'd you tell her to do to get involved in her neighborhood? Yeah. But here's the thing. Everybody wants the quick, easy answer. They want, I want to do one mail out to <gasps> my whole neighborhood and I want my phone to ring. No. And it's like it it just doesn't work that way. No. So we talked a lot about... How can we make these connections where people start learning who you are? Yeah. And a lot of it could start from even the neighborhood Facebook page, which tends to be a place of negativity and complaints a lot of the time. Uh She said, I don't even look at it because it's just a bunch of complainers, you know? Complainers got to sell their houses too. Complainers. (laughs) But what if you were the beacon of light? Right. That when somebody complains about something, you could offer a... Annoyingly positive, helpful suggestion. Right. I love it. (laughs) Like, oh, if you do need someone to help you with your flower beds, here's who I use for my real estate business. He's great. Right. What if you were like, oh, you're upset that people are constantly speeding when the kids are playing? Maybe we could get together and get some cute little markers markers to put out in the street at certain times after school. Like maybe you're the voice of positivity and people, mm-hmm. you know the name of the person that's constantly yeah. commenting in the group. I've even learned this from our Hustle Humbly community. Like we know the ones yeah. that interact right. and that talk mm-hmm. and comment and are helpful. We we know their names yeah. because they're the ones that are involved. What if you were that person who's involved in a positive way? Providing value. Only positive. Yeah. No negativity coming from you. Here's my house cleaner. Here's like, yes, you have a problem with X here. I can help you. Just like last week when we talked about doing like a coat drive. Right. She could get in there with a cute little graphic she made on Canva and say, hey, guys, I'm collecting coats. This is what I'm doing. You can bring them to my house or I can swing by your house. And if you want to leave them on the porch or I'll pick them up from you. Right. Something that people are starting to see you yeah, more and more in a positive way. Don't you feel like you're collecting the coats or the food for the food, food pantry or whatever, and you have just like a note card that's printed that says, thanks so much for helping our community, you know, Susie Real. Like, yeah, with sort of like your email signature, like your name and your contact information. Here you go. Yeah. Let us know if you know of any charities that need help in the future. Yes. Wow, this realtor is a real person. Who cares about the community? This wasn't a typed robot email. Right. That chat GPT probably wrote. Yeah. And then this realtor printed on glossy paper. <laughs> right. And I, mass mailed to the whole neighborhood. Don't 
Don't blend in. You can't right. stand out by blending in. Those things are fine to do, but those realtors are doing it and it's triggering those people to call their own realtors. Right. You got the call, not the people who called them. Right. They were like, Alyssa, yes. realtors. Realtors Girl, again. And, oh my God, stop harassing people. Yeah. People do not want you to call them on the phone and mm-hmm. ask them to sell their house that they're not currently selling. Mm-mm. They just don't. At least mailers are like anti-evasive. Yeah. But calling someone on the telephone or knocking on their door, it 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 inserts you into their day where they weren't planning to have you in their day. Yeah. There's no value there. It's just not respectful. It's There's just no value there. No. And yes, I agree. Okay. Hey there. Are you looking for ways to save time and money in your business? Email Templates 101 is the communication system you need to bring ease and efficiency to managing your transactions and clients. Save time and avoid mistakes, all while providing a high level of service for your buyers and sellers. In Email Templates 101, you'll get 13 downloadable buyer templates ready for your personal touches. And 19 downloadable seller templates, plus six attachment checklists. Head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses to get yours today. So let's let's go through, I got you a couple of quotes on, because okay. we're going to, the whole goal of this episode though is, how can we stand out instead of blending in? Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're not wanting to blend in. On that note. Yeah. How I was saying, we've seen so many questions about this same thing. The, this is another example. This exact question was brought up in community and in several other realtor Facebook groups I'm in. I'm hosting Trunk or Treat. Mm-hmm. Should I put my business card on all the kids' candy at Halloween? No. No. No, you shouldn't. But it was just things like that where people were really trying to find a way to just like mass. Well, mass. I think that this is the problem. And some of our, you know, newer agent friends for sure have never experienced a market where it's a little trickier. Yeah. Like sales are a little harder to come by. It's a little takes a longer to sell a listing. There are less buyers out there. It's just a rough time in the market, right? So that's when we start marketing, mm-hmm. right? We need to market more because we have to grow our business that we can't just let it, you know, fall flat. So they're door knocking and cold calling and, you know, figuring out, should I hold more open houses? Do I need to put my sticker? Do I need the billboard? Do I need the park bench? Do I need to put a sign in my front yard that says your local realtor? Like, what what can I do? What can I do? Mm -hmm. And they're getting the same advice, too. Mm -hmm. So the people with the mailers in that neighborhood and the people calling, they were from different companies. Yeah. They were non-related. Right. And, And then it's like. There's a difference between providing value, building relationships, meeting people in the community, and being a real person. Yes. And being salesy and looking like you're just trying to find your next commission mm-hmm. and like, you know, being desperate. Yeah. We don't want to be desperate, but real estate is a long game. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're in a good market, you you lose sight of that. Yeah. Because you're like, it's just coming so easily, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the market shifts, you're like, oh, man. It's hard to be patient and it's hard to remember it's a long game and it's hard to have consistency, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to consistently, um, you know, offer to help in the HOA group. You yes. have to consistently send your email newsletter. You have to consistently reach out. That's why you reach can't out. do everything. No. If you're trying to consistently do something, you need to say, every morning I'm going to check the Facebook group. You know, these are the things I can commit to doing outside of that. I can't do it all. Yeah. But I do want to really thrive in this area. 
Um, good news. I made a real estate specific ways to stand out list. Oh, good. Do you want to hear them now? Mm-hmm. But first, I'm going to give you a quote from Hans Hansen. Oh. It takes nothing to join the crowd. It takes everything to stand alone. Hmm. Yeah. Cute. How about this? Unknown. The one who follows the crowd will usually go no further than the crowd. Those who walk alone are likely to find themselves in places no one has ever been before. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my list of eight ways <clears throat> realtors can stand out Okay, from the crowd. Okay, so things that other agents are likely not doing. Number one, have a niche. Hmm. Niche, call it what you will. Um, when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. Correct. So I understand it feels so counterintuitive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I don't want to be talking to one audience when I don't have any business and I need to just take whatever I can get, right? But if you are the expert on your zip code or your neighborhood or a certain suburb, like being an expert in something and talking to people about that it makes them want to work with you and trust you. If you're mm-hmm. just like, I work this entire metro area of, you know, whatever, 100 miles, it's a little harder for people to be like, well, you actually know what's happening in XYZ neighborhood, right? Right. But you can niche ge- geographically. We've talked about niche before. You can niche to a, t- a certain type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can niche to like sellers or buyers yeah. or like, you know, well, it, you can pick any type of niche. You can niche to other you know, parents or, you know, other downsides, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just pick one. Yeah. It doesn't Focus. mean it doesn't mean you Focus. can't work with anyone who shows up on your door. Right. But let's put out a message to someone. It's a focus of your marketing efforts. Right. Right, right, right. So number one real estate way to stand out, niche. Which is funny because you're actually making a smaller audience, right? Yes. Okay. Number two, you're going to love this one. Answer your phone. Oh, yeah. That's it. Don't call out, Let, but take the calls that are coming in. Yeah. Right? Answer your phone. <laughs> uh, number three, make contact first with your clients. So be proactive. If you have a listing that's sitting, if you have a buyer that can't find what they need, if you haven't checked in with people lately, being proactive will help you stand out as an agent because there are lots of them that aren't no. doing that. Number four, very practical one, have a resume. Hmm. This is super easy. Have very a resume. Yes. Have Treat it like a business. So have something that's telling people who you are, what you do, your, you know, something about you. And that's easy to stand out then when you're on a listing interview or you're, you know, maybe you are reaching out to a neighborhood over, you know, for some reason. Okay, number five, be known for something. Don't be a carbon copy of every other agent. If you're trying to think of things to do and you're like, well, everybody else is making pencils with their logo on it. Maybe I should make a pencil with that's probably an indication of let's not do that. Don't do that. Yes. Everybody else puts their business card sticker on the water bottle at the open house. Well, let's no. Yeah. But be known for something is like be a human. Alyssa is known for her love of trees. When she posts about a listing or going out with a buyer, we're going to know more about the trees in the yard than the kitchen. Right. Right? Like, that's what you're known for. Mm -hmm. Be known for something. It just makes you a human that people want to work with. Yeah. And they know, like, and trust you because they know you. Are you being approachable? Right. Be known for something. Mm -hmm. The last thing you want to do is send out another boring, stale realtor recipe card is what they used to do back in the day. Those little, there would be like a recipe on a postcard. Mm -hmm. 
weird. We're not chefs. No, it doesn't even make sense. I can't even cook. No, it doesn't Why make sense. Why would I send out recipes? No, makes no sense. Okay, number six. Speak to your ideal client, not to other realtors. So who's the real for? Who's the Instagram post for? Who's the, like, your email newsletter? Who's the ad in the newspaper for? Who do you actually want to work for? Mm -hmm. Are you just sharing information that only other realtors would care about? Yeah. I mean, like, who, so speak to your client, not Mm -hmm. to other realtors. So just put that filter on. Funny note on that. When I just went and talked to that group in Lafayette, Uh afterwards, I had two mortgage lenders come up to me and was like, that was so great. Thank you so much. Like, this is what we're struggling with. And I said, listen, realtors don't want any more phone calls from you guys right now. Please stop. Okay. That's not going to be the way to go. If I was a lender, instead of constantly trying to get more realtors, I might start making some posts that make the buyers come directly to you. Yeah. Like, are you curious what your monthly note looks like with these new interest rates? Give me a call. I'd be happy to go over options with you. Right. It was like light bulb. They didn't even think to go straight to They're the buyers? Just, it's like they had tunnel vision. Because that's how everyone else does Everybody it. Everybody gets tunnel vision that they're so focused. And to see them like realize yeah. that they do, they have their own database. Hello. People aren't even working their database. Every single business does. Is it a slow time in dentistry? Like, no matter what you are. You have a database. You have a database. Or you should. Yeah. You know people. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, You know what else I think they could do is put on their value goggles and be like, calling Alyssa and being like, hey, Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. you go to coffee or lunch? Although, yes, a free meal has some literal value. Why? What if they called you and said, hey, I see you have two new listings and I have a flyer ready that shows some of the pricing for these with this new program we're running in that area? Perfect. I'll upload it to MLS. I would love to share that with Mm -hmm. anyone who's showing the house. Yes. Value. Value, value, value. Okay. Um, So speak to your ideal client, not to other realtors. Number seven, write handwritten notes. Mm, mm -hmm. Super easy way to stand out. We talked about it last week. Write two or three notes a day. Yeah. You can write them to your neighborhood if you want. Mm -hmm. Hey, I've noticed, look, why don't you be transparent? Hey, I've noticed a lot of realtors from inside and outside of the neighborhood have really been hitting us hard lately. I just wanted you to know I'm low pressure and I'm an agent and here's, you know, I live on whatever street, and if you want to chat or walk a dog or whatever. Yeah, you're always welcome for coffee at my house. Wow. What if the letter said, I would like to formally apologize for all of the other agents harassing our neighborhood. (laughs) I am an agent, and I live in in this neighborhood, and this has been out of hand, but I'm here if you ever need anyone who's low pressure and not going to, like, harass you. I would call you. Be like, she's right. I'm so tired of these people. I'm so tired of my phone ringing, all this mail. Stand out. Stand out. Stand out. Okay, so write handwritten notes. And my last one, number eight, use your email templates. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Stand out by being consistent, by giving the same experience, by being knowledgeable. Like, these are easy ways to stand out. I have a number nine. Great. Let me hear it. It's social media related. Oh, I love it. Instead of being like, how do I come up with the perfect content? I need to post and post and post and put my face. What if you take like a three-week no, no, you don't post anything. All you do is go to all your people's pages and comment and like and share and DM. What if you are just interacting with people? Mm -hmm. 
we get the focus so stuck on us. Us, us, us. us. I have to put myself out there. Yeah. I have to put myself out there. My face needs to be everywhere. People need to see me. Oh, this industry. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Yeah. Deep breaths. The good news is there's a better way. There's a easier, better, more positive, more like something you can be proud of. Natural. First of all, it's natural. The reason that this feels so hard to force yourself is because a lot of the things that people are doing is not natural. It's icky. It's not natural to pick up the phone and call someone you have never met before. Cold calling is the worst. (laughs) Door knocking is literally dangerous. Yeah. But, right. Mm -hmm. Just just Mm -hmm. be like a human. Yeah. Just be like a human out in the world. But don't do anything that doesn't make you proud. Mm -hmm. If you're like... Oh, that mailer was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just did it because everyone else was doing it. Just don't do it. Don't do Save it. Save the money. Save mm-hmm. the money. All right. How about you were born an original? Don't die a copy. Oh. That's John Mason. I like This one was really good. You, I think I heard, said this one to you yesterday. They laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at them because they're all the same. Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I also found a delightful little article from the training business blog with 10 powerful ways to stand out from the crowd. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one. And some of them are a little um, overlap with what I told you, but number one, embrace your authenticity. Mm-hmm. So who are you? Embrace it. That's like Julie Ray walking her dog. Yes. She markets her dog in her neighborhood. Right. You know her because she's with her dog. Yeah. She puts her dog on her marketing, on her, in sign, her business card, on her freebie, like eyeglass cleaner. Yeah. Right. On her signs. Number two, master the art of active listening. That would be your engagement. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be all about you. You don't have to be the one talking. Master the art of active listening. This is the way to stand out from the crowd, y'all. Number three, cultivate emotional intelligence. Hmm. How are people receiving what you're doing? (laughs) How does it make you feel? Yeah. If it makes you feel that way... You don't want to make other people feel that way. Like have a little self-awareness mm-hmm. or, or try. How does this look? If I feel like I need to go to trunk or treat with an Alyssa Jenkins themed car with my face everywhere, how would I feel if I saw somebody else doing that? Right. Not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Number four, hone your expertise and share your knowledge. Mm. So let's be valuable and have some expertise. Maybe spend your time growing your craft instead of harassing someone. Mm -hmm. Number five, embody a growth mindset. Hmm. Okay. Number six, practice radical kindness. Mm. I love that one. Radical kindness. Be so kind that people are like, wow. Yeah, that's different. So nice. Number seven, embrace collaboration and teamwork. Join up with the other realtors who keep sending mailers to your neighborhood, if they're your neighbors. Yeah, be like, hey, live in the same do y'all want to work together on the coat drive? Mm-hmm. They're gonna say no. <laughs> they might not say no. You never know. Okay, um, eight. Be impeccably prepared. Mm. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Stand out by being prepared. Have resources say, for your clients. Did that house sell? You better know the answer in your neighborhood. That is a great point. Mm-hmm. You should be the expert of your neighborhood. That will get you more business than any number of mailers or calls. Mm-hmm. Okay, be impeccably prepared. Number nine, develop um, exceptional communication skills. 
And number 10, adopt a solutions-oriented approach. Okay. I thought those were all just helpful kind of macro, yeah, mindset things. The thing is, if you're so focused on what everybody else is doing, you're going to get in your head. Mm -hmm. And we've all been there. And we still go there sometimes. And we have to pull ourselves out. Yeah. That we feel less than. We feel like we're not doing a good enough job. I just got a really awesome like video market update from like a realtor in our market. And I was like, wow, wow, that was really good. I should probably be doing that. Right. But you know what? Even if I did do that, did do that, it would go to my database. Not right. Like we're not overlapping. Oh, you know what Chelsea always says? If you and another agent in your office were both getting married, would you have the same guest at your wedding? Mm. No. Probably not. No. I mean, even if they're like the tiniest little bit of crossover, if you think about it, right. if any. Yeah. It would just be the office people and they're yeah. not going to use a like, realtor. Imagine you're having a great big fancy wedding. Those are your people. That's your people. Those are your people. Mm-hmm. Just embrace them. Um, okay. Anything else on how to stand out? Mm. It's so funny how it always goes back to mindset too. Like if you're feeling negative and frumpy, like yeah. that's how you're going to come off. I like that you chose frumpy. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel when I'm in my when I'm in my hole. You're I like, feel I don't feel very Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is mindset. What else did you have in here? That was everything. You got them all? I got them all. Don't be cheesy. I like don't that be one. cheesies in my notes. But don't don't be like every other agent. Let's just pretend back in the day, <laughs> even when I started still. There was the big real estate section of the newspaper, and people put all these ads in there for their listings, for themselves, their stats, all kinds of stuff. But they all look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, marketing is is supposed to help people find what they need, but, like, by you standing out. Yeah. If all the marketing is the same. I saw someone retake listing photos mm-hmm. with Santa in oh, each in room. There. Like, yes. in each cute you always see those viral zillow gone wild posts where it's like the dinosaur in the kitchen yes. or what, like yes stand out mm-hmm. marketing is about standing out not mm-hmm. blending in and doing what everyone else is doing right i love that okay i have a couple of last quotes for you parting words so when you go out there today and you try to stand out from the crowd it says to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment mm. so like the realtor world will try to beat you and just that was Ralph Waldo Emerson for the record. Of course. Um, and last, you're gonna love this. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Those were good. Being yourself is the most fun thing you can be. Mm-hmm. Like whoever you it's okay if you're an introvert that likes to be inside on your couch in your pajamas watching, you know, Bravo TV. Mm-hmm. Share that, though, and there are going to be other people who are like, yes. Because your vibe attracts your tribe. I know. The people that want to work with you don't want to work with those other people. No. And the people that actually like the stuff that they're doing probably aren't the people that you want to work with. Yeah, and really, look at it with your consumer eyes. Yeah. Do you read your mail over a trash can? <laughs> yes. I do. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I had a, cl- uh, a realtor friend say that um, – Oh, now I'm blinking. We might have to edit this. Okay, well, I'll give you a second to think about it while I prepare my toast. That makes me nervous because I just like had something I was going to say and then I was listening to you. Was it about being over the trash can or before that? Um, It was like right before that. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Great. Let's go. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. She had gotten this buyer 
from an online lead. She paid for leads, okay? Got it. She was so frustrated because this buyer kept, like, going to showings with other agents. (laughs) Well, that's her, that's her MO. That's where you got her from. Like, that's that's what she does. That's what you you paid. That's the kind of client that you paid for. The kind that would just go to the next person on the, on the screen. Yes. And, you know, when we did that episode about, um, that we made that you could share with your buyers about buyer rules, Mm -hmm. we got some negative feedback from realtors who pay, who pay for leads. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I don't want to send this to my buyer, to my buyer, because that's how they got me. Right. But once you get them and they are your client, you have to then have that conversation to say, now that you have me, don't leave me. You must stop clicking on the buttons online. Right. Like it's a rule. Because we already know they're proven to click the buttons on online. Yes. So that's why it's like, where are you really putting your efforts? Yes. Is it attracting what you want? Is it attracting the type of client you want? Right. Or is it just attracting everybody and anybody that will click a button? Right. Yeah. I don't know if I want the click the button crowd. <laughs> I want the wedding crowd. Yes. I want the people that would come to my wedding. Correct. Be be that, like, find that crowd. Yeah. Reconnect. When's the last time you talked to your Aunt Sally? Don't lie to me. <laughs> it's been a minute, right? Yeah. She'd be invited to the wedding. Why don't yeah. you check in with her? Mm-hmm. Hey, how's it going? Have any realtors been reaching out to you in your neighborhood? Isn't it crazy? What a crazy time. Yeah. Mm. It's good. You could send that to your whole database. Hey, y'all. Realtors gone mad. (laughs) Seems like things are getting out of hand in the world of real estate these days. Just know I'm here. I will never, like, bother you. I feel like everybody needs to go to their email list and just send that email. It doesn't have to be a newsletter. Right. It just needs to say, hey, friends, I'm getting a lot of phone calls lately about the fact that realtors are picking up the phone, sending mailers, and I just wanted to remind you, I am never too busy for you. Yeah. I am here, and if you have questions about your house or the market, feel free to call me. Yeah. Thank Everybody you. needs to send that out. Yes, everyone should send that out. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Ready for a toast? Yeah. Okay, this one is... Significantly longer than last week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kara Smith in San Antonio, Texas, is toasting to Courtney Sims. I would like to first say thank you to Kara and Courtney for having all names I can pronounce. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Kara says, Courtney has been both my friend and my friend in real estate since 2021. We quickly learned that we have similar working styles, approach things in similar manners, and overall enjoy each other's company. Over time, Courtney became my go-to person to call or text whenever it came to real estate, Mm. either to get her take on the situation, share a funny story, or let off a little steam about a challenging situation. It's reassuring to have that one person you can contact in this business who you know will understand and whose input you trust and value. The business of real estate can be much more challenging without a sounding board and friend to turn to. Also, she deserves kudos for being a highly effective realtor, serving her clients with integrity and skill. So a toast to Courtney. Thank you for being both my friend and my friend in real estate. I love that. Gosh, thank you, Kara, and cheers to Courtney. Beautifully written. I love it. Okay, y'all get out there and stand out. Be yourself. Be. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna sing me a song. I know, <laughs> like a that like came a Disney song. Be, like be yourself. <laughs> Aladdin, the bee, 
the genie turned into a bee. Oh, okay. And he's like, remember, be yourself. <laughs> I love it. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to ratethispodcast.com slash hustle humbly and leave us a review or drop a comment if you're listening on Spotify. If you have an episode topic or someone you'd like to toast on the show, please email us at team at hustlehumblypodcast.com. Find us on social media at Hustle Humbly Podcast. Don't forget to find all of the free resources at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. See you next week. This is the good life.